0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Chapter 11, At His Disposal, To Be the One. I am ready to accept whatever he gives and to give whatever he takes with a big smile. Mother Teresa. Section 1. I want with my whole heart what he wants. Beginning in mid-1962, Mother Teresa entered a period of her life during which a few letters from her spiritual guides and rare meetings with them would be all the help she received. She continued to correspond with Father Nooner and with Father Piccacci, her letters are not detailed, but rather reminders of what they already knew. These letters express more her resignation than her pain. Since she considered Father Picacci a friend, when he confided to her the difficulties of his mission in Bisanti in May 1962, she took them on as her own. Your difficulties and mine we will offer to Jesus for souls. I am sure you wonder as I do. How long will it all last? I know that I want with my whole heart what he wants, as he wants, and for as long as he wants. Yet, Father, this aloneness is hard. The only thing that remains is the deep and strong conviction that the work is his. With all these things that have happened in Delhi, I did not even get a single thought of self-satisfaction. It was one more painful sacrifice to make. The things of Basanti must be very painful to you. And I often pray for you that all may soon be finished. Though I would like to write, but there is so much to be done, so many letters to be written, that I must put all these before my own self. Even in intense suffering, Mother Teresa's sense of humor did not fail her. And she could be impish in expressing her manner of following Jesus through the darkness. I can do only one thing, like a little dog. Follow closely to the Master's footsteps. Pray that I may be a cheerful dog, she wrote to Father Piccacci sometime later. In July 1962, she learned that Father Piccaci was to become a bishop. Mother Teresa was happy about his appointment, but felt that the separation was getting deeper. It will be difficult for me to call you your lordship, she wrote to him, but I will have to do it. In your new life, don't forget to pray for me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here. Ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why does Mother Teresa call herself a dog? Why does she ask that she might be a cheerful dog? Well, we know that from the life of St. Dominic, his mother had a dream, a supernatural dream, a prophetic dream, of a little dog in black and white with a torch in his mouth running all over a map of Europe and lighting fires, the fires of faith. And she understood that her son was to be this sort of hound of heaven who would go along and light the flames of faith, rekindle the fires of divine love, especially in places of learning, in places where the gospel was being extinguished. And so the vision of a dog, from the Dominicans especially, carries with it the idea of being a missionary. Is that why Mother Teresa calls herself a dog? Maybe. But why did St. Dominic's mother think this? Well, because our Lord spoke about parable in which Lazarus, the sick man, the poor man, was lying outside the rich man's house And he was sick and dying, and the dogs would come and lick his wounds. Well, Lazarus, the poor man, ends up dying and going to the bosom of Abraham. Lazarus is those who are close to God. And the dogs that lick his wounds have been taken by the fathers of the church to represent those who, by their tongues, that is, by their preaching, bring comfort to souls. And Mother Teresa wanted to be a preacher of God's word. Not that she thought she was learned, not that she thought she could give talks to big crowds, but a preacher by love. She wanted to proclaim Christ to bring his love to the poorest of the poor. She wanted to use her tongue to encourage people. But there's a final reason that Mother Teresa likes this image of a dog. When our Lord was entire. That Syrophoenician woman came and said to him, my daughter is sick. And what did our Lord say? It's not right to take the children's food and give it to the dogs. But the woman said to him, yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the master's table. And our Lord was amazed at her faith. And he said, go, your faith has saved your daughter, she is well. In other words, that woman, feeling rejected by the Lord, seemingly rejected, was for Mother Teresa a great encouragement. And that woman was cheerful. She came right back at our Lord. She didn't let his seemingly not wanting her, she didn't let his Rejection, seeming rejection of her, put her off. She persevered. She stayed right with him. Our Lord was testing her. He was giving a chance for her to show incredible faith. And so tonight we ask Mother Teresa to pray for us. That we might be humble and faithful. That we might in our own darknesses sit at the Master's feet. And continue to ask Him for things. Ask and you will receive, Jesus said. Seek and you will find. Knock and will be open to you. It doesn't matter how long it's been. It doesn't matter how dark it seems. We have to ask for things. We absolutely have to ask for things for ourselves and those we love, because our Lord told us to. There are graces He wants to give. And he has chosen from all eternity to give them precisely through the instrumentality of prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.